Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Quenza Quenza Podcast. This is Angela. Your girl, Tessa. What up, guys? It's Ed. And this is KP. And our special guest. Laval. Allsbrooks. <laughs> yes. Yay. We're so happy to have you, Laval. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Tell us, like, what you're doing during the quarantine, any fun facts, any, anything you want to share, feel free. Um, my name again is Laval Allsbrooks, uh, born and raised in Queens, New York. Um, mm-hmm. I actually went to school for finance. I graduated in 2007 and I was working in banking for like nine years and I was just like, uh, this is what <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm so miserable, like unhappy. So I kind of did like some soul searching when I was about to turn 30 and I was like, you know what, what's the one thing that I would regret if I'm on my deathbed but didn't try and it was the acting that came to mind. So about six years later, I've been doing acting for the past six years and loving the journey and um, quarantine kind of put like a little wrench in things, but uh, still just trying to stay creative. Um, two years ago, I started like writing my own like shorts and stuff like that. So I've been doing that. Um, so yeah, quarantine hasn't, honestly hasn't been too bad for me. It's, give me like a lot of time to just like reflect on stuff and catch up on reading. I read like 14 books already this year. So Dang. it's been, it's been a good year. Yeah. I'm not even I haven't read it. 14 books. But um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I mean, like so. you said that you worked for nine years and then like you just, became an actor like how did that like transition happen oh so um senior year in college a friend of mine she like had some connections or something and she was like when I was in college she was like hey do you want to like do background work on Spider-Man 3 like the old school like Tobey Maguire one uh yeah yeah and I didn't know any best I was like yeah sure why not and I was like and then I was on there for like two days I was like man this is like really fun and it was like the summer of, of um, school. So I was like, man, this is pretty cool. Maybe I should like look into this. So I had got like headshots done and I did like some background stuff on like Yo Mama with um, on MTV. I don't know if you, this probably, you guys are like really young. So you probably- No, man, no, about. I totally know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, Wilma Valderrama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> they used to do, they used to do it on that freaking building right in front of the, the Jesus Saves right there in LA. Like okay. that neon Jesus Saves. Yeah, I freaking yeah. know that. They used to shoot right over there, man. I know what okay. you're talking about. I'm not that young at all. <laughs> that was yeah, an was awkward show, like, by the way. That was a heck of an awkward show. Because, like, sooner or later, you just uh, kind of ran out of, like, yo mama jokes. Right. Yeah. It's and it's just awkward be- when you're, like, on the set because, like, you see how much of it is, like, staged and, like, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was so cringe. But, yeah, no, I totally know what you're talking about. It was a good time, though, because that era was, like, <laughs> The next bus, you had like Room Raiders, like all these random like shows from like early 2000 that was fun mm-hmm. on uh, MTV. But um, yeah, anyways, I was like doing that for a little bit, but then like school started back and I was like, man, I need to just like get a real job. I can't like sustain this. So I like put the brakes on that. But um, I think that like that kind of like planted a seed and like it took like nine years for that seed to grow where it just kept like clawing away at me like Laval. I just kept tapping me on the show with Laval, Laval, don't forget about me, Laval, Laval. And then uh, I just couldn't ignore it anymore. And then I just had to, like, step out on faith. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah, I think that's really cool that even though so much time had passed, you still went back and you were like, I'm going to do this. Like, I have to at least try. 
and you had that um, ambition to just go out and do it? Because some people, not all, but I'm making generalizations, uh, they have a stable job and they're like, okay, I'm stable, I'm sufficient and this and that. But you were like, yeah, this is cool, but like there's something else and you went for it. That's, that's interesting to me. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I actually like came across like a fork in a road moment because um, at the time I wasn't like super like Christian. I was kind of like in like laws of attraction and like the universe and stuff like that. So at the time I was like declaring to the universe, like, you know, this is what I want to do. And I was still working in banking and I was like taking acting classes in the afternoon. I didn't know how I was going to make that transition. I was like, let me just like take classes and see what happens from there. And like two two months after I kind of like declared that that's what I wanted to do, I found out like my whole department at the bank was going to let go. So it was like a fork in a row where like, either I can try to find another banking job or I can like actually go for it this time. And everyone at the office was freaking out. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? But somehow I just had like this eerie calmness, like, all right, peace, right? I see, yeah. I see, I see where you're coming from. All right. Now's the time. Now's the time. So I just went. Yeah. Dude, legit, I had, like, the same experience. Like, I went, um, like, a couple years ago, I went and tried to do, like, life insurance. But then that was that, that, was that one point where, where, like, it was that kind of God moment where just, like, I don't want to do that. I need to do, go independent. I need to trust in me and stuff. So I ended up um, quitting after two weeks. Wow. And then I went and then just did a full-time. I mean, for the time being, I was just kind of trying to do something independent. I did full-time ride share for, for a while, just to be like, okay, just until like I can find like the next the next step. Um, but it's so funny because like with all the doubts and everything going on, I was at like a I was at a church in downtown LA that I visit sometimes, and um, I was in the section where like you know the greeters are. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't even a greeter, but then someone shook my hand and was like, hey, you know, like you know, like thanks for welcoming me to church. I was like, I'm not the greeter, but okay, cool. Um, but then like, he looked familiar. It's like, where well, I know you. And it's like, I feel like I know you too. So we went like through all our connections. And then I finally asked him, so where do you work? Cause I work at this firm or I used to work at this firm. I was like, what do you mean used to? I was like, you're not even working there no more. It's like, nah, man, they shut down. I was like, when did they shut down? It's like, oh, they shut down in September. I was like, I quit in August. Wow. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I see what you did there, guy. <laughs> like you, you threw me out before I got all panicked. You just said, "Hey, trust in me. Trust me. It's gonna work out." That's wild. So I told, I totally feel that for you, man. Yeah, I wasn't wow. even gonna ask. I was like, when was that kind of like light bulb moment? Um, I would even ask this. Like, you ever do you do you remember a moment like in the bank where you're just like, um, like enough's enough? Like, did you have that just kind of straw that broke the camel's back type of like, okay? Like maybe it is time for me to look. Like, do you do you have like a moment like that in the bank or? It's funny because like um, <laughs> when I like my freshman year in college, I was like, oh, I'm gonna study computer programming, and that thing just like kicked my butt because it's like you got to type like, all these pages of code just to, like make a box. I was like, nah, I'm quitting this. So then I went to finance, <laughs> and I was like, you know, I want to like be able to help people manage their money and stuff. So that's what kind of like made me want to go into banking. But um, when I got into it, I just, like, found out that it was just, like, all about the bottom line, trying to get those sales and, like, pushing people mm-hmm. to do things that weren't the best for them. So that whole, like, environment kind of just was a turn off. And it's funny. Um, I don't, like, I don't I haven't gotten that in, like, a long time since high school. But, like, all the way from high school to almost to, like, pretty much the point when I, like, left the bank, I had, like, short hair. People used to say that I, like, used to look like Morris Chestnut. I don't know if you know who that is, but that's, like, a famous like, mm-hmm. actor. Yeah. So, like, in hindsight, I kept feeling like God was, like, trying to communicate me through other avenues, through stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. In hindsight, everything, like, 
you kind of see like all the signs, like they were there the whole time. It's the first time I heard someone say the guy was communicating through me through Morris Chestnut. Well, no, right. I, you know, <laughs> like through people saying no, stuff. Like. <laughs> That's dope, though. <laughs> you have you have what you call you have the the spirit of Morris Chestnut, on you. <laughs> the anointing of Morris Chestnut. <laughs> I've heard of him. I just don't know what he looks like. Let me look it up. Yeah, I'm, when you see him, you'll be you'll. I don't look like him now anymore because. Like my hair, I'm like a little older, but I, don't know, I used to get that loud when I was younger. I didn't really see it myself, but everybody used to say that. Do you look? I mean, considering that, like, you have that person. Do you look like? Um, do you have any kind of a uh, any yeah, any actors or people in the industry that you look up to, or just like kind of strive for any kind of mentors, things like that? Yeah. Um, well, now that my hair is longer, I get Harold Perrineau a lot. I don't know if you know who that is, but he played. He was like the black guy in. Um, Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. He was in Sons of Anarchy. So his hair is kind of like the side gets that a lot by. He, his career is, like, really, like, long. Like, he's he's done a lot of great work. So I would love to, like, aspire to be something, like, in his caliber. Um, Michael B. Jordan is killing it. Every, Ooh, every role that he him. gets is something I love wanted him. to do. Like, we that was had- a huge... We had to talk about him the other, oh, co- the other him. podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, that's, the that's, 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 that's the cat right there. You said the yeah. magic word. Yeah, Michael, Michael B. Jordan. B. Man, yeah, he's killing it. He's killing. It. I'm like a huge Rocky fan, so when he got Creed, I was like, oh man. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to like Fantastic Four. You play like when the he human got that. when he got Killmonger, man. Right, that. When he became when he became the king of Wakanda. I was like the villain that everybody was cheering for. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude, I was just like, I hope he wins. Like, I hope he's <laughs> right. like, I hope he's like <laughs> no, because like if you saw it in the movie, it, it's so funny because like when you see Michael B. Jordan and you see Ch- Chadwick Boseman is a dope cat. Like, don't get me wrong, but when you look at them side by side, it's just like man, freaking Boseman going at his butt whip by freaking Michael B. This guy is Creed. How is he gonna win? Like. Um, but yeah, like between the two, I was like, no, the other guy's like super swole. And then again, Bozeman's fine, but it's just like between him and Creed, I don't know, man. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm feeling that, um, yeah, that's cool, man. Tom Hanks is another favorite of mine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Forrest Gump is like my, like, favorite of all movies. So like, Mm -hmm. I love his work. Such a heart-wrenching movie in the best way. Yeah, yeah, I could watch it like a hundred times and like pick up something new like each time I watch it. Yeah, so good. For sure. I may not be smart, but I know what love is. Oh, <laughs> did Sorry, you eat a Bubba Gump? In New I have York? not. You have, I have not? not? Okay. Um, one of my friends visited me one time and he was like a huge, 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 huge Forrest Gump like fanatic. He loved it. So he was like, we're going to, we're going to go to Bubba Gump and we're going to eat and like, don't worry, I'm going to pay for it and it'll be fine. And I was just like, okay, you're like super duper excited. I appreciate it. And then I was, it was cute. It was definitely was super duper cute. The atmosphere is like very, very um, in sync with the film. It, it, that, that restaurant's kind of, that, that restaurant is interesting though. Like you're, you're walk, you're basically walking into a film set because oh, really? it's, it's not, yeah, because it's not like, so you're not walking in. It's weird. Like you're not walking into a place that like, it doesn't highlight the film. Like, you know, like if you walk into like, like Hard Rock Cafe, it's just like, well, Hard Rock Cafe, it's just, they're just like highlighting Planet Hollywood like, or something. Or like Planet Hollywood. They're just highlighting the film industry. Hard Rock Cafe is highlighting the music industry. 
And if you think like, oh, like bubble gum, it's just like highlighting, like maybe kind of like stuff from the film. It's not, it doesn't highlight the film. It's like, it kind of acts like you're in it. So it's, it's kind of weird. So like when you walk in, there's just like, there's like, um, like Bubba and Forrest memorabilia all around as if oh, like okay. you're walking into their restaurant, like you're in the middle of the film and gotcha. this is like the franchise is like all famous and stuff. So it, it gets, it's, it's a little weird, but the food's good. It's fine. It's like, it's a seafood restaurant. It's like a yeah. really fancy red lobster, but yeah. I feel like you don't go for the food. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, the yeah. the Times Square one. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like shrimp everything? Like yeah. all kinds of random shrimp stuff. It's funny. I really just I don't remember the food. Like I remember the atmosphere more. Like I it's could not, not tell you what I ordered. Yeah, the food yeah. wasn't wasn't good. It's just you don't like, go for the food. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. You get like a bubble gum cup though to keep. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You I do? <laughs> yeah. It's like a little souvenir cup. Yeah, you get a souvenir cup. I don't think I, I got one. <gasps> you should sue them. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a New York mentality. Sue them immediately. <laughs> most of the country does not. Karen mentality. Oh, let me see your manager. I didn't get a cup. Yeah, speaking of looking on like knowing local spots. So, Laval, you said you grew up in Queens. Ooh, so Queens. how? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, we got another Queens person over here. Actually, that was that was Angela's uh, that was Angela's nickname from me. Mm-hmm. which she was because I don't know too many people from New York so when she was doing pageants I would just call her Queens because it's like I'm from Queens I was like mm-hmm. oh I'll just call you. and it made sense because she was in a pageant so it was kind of funny from Queens exactly <laughs> so I just call her Queens what um, part of but, Queens are you from Laval um I grew up in Queens Village and then I was in like St. Albans during high school um I went away to Maryland for like two years and came hey, back hey that's where I'm from Maryland <laughs> Mm-hmm. What part were you in? I went to UMBC. Okay, I'm from uh, Laurel, so PG County. Okay, yeah. got you. Yeah, and then I came back, and um, I was in Briarwood, and I'm in Kew Garden. Just, like, mm-hmm. hopping around Queens. <laughs> yeah. You're so Hollis, I'm right? Saying. Yeah, Hollis. Nice. It's so funny because... We, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because we have a whole song about Hollis, but whenever I talk to anyone from New York, they're like, oh, where is Hollis? And I have to say, like, Jamaica Avenue, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, is that <laughs> why that's the name of your... Um, yeah, so people will know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, I honestly, I honestly did not know. I'm not super familiar with Queens. Yeah. I'm very geographically challenged outside of Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, most people that aren't from Queens only know of Astoria when it comes to Queens. Yeah, like Long Island City, Astoria. Flushing, mm-hmm. I know Flushing. Okay. Well. Yeah. I know Flushing because of the nanny. Oh no. yeah, the nanny. <laughs> it's, oh. it's Is that where that takes place? Um, no, yeah. that's where that's where Fran Drescher is from. She's from. Well, it, like it's in the song something something from oh, Flushing yeah. Queens. Yeah, yeah. The ever. Uh, no, I'm not gonna sing the song because I, I watched <laughs> it too times late at night. All right, I've never actually yeah. seen the nanny. The nanny with Fran Drescher, and then that I, like. I know. That British, was it British? What is it? Was it a British? Like already so. just all like very rich white. I don't. Know. He was British. He was British. It was just rich white people, was right? Was he rich white or was he British? <laughs> or was he British? Or is that the same thing? The same thing. Let us know, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> what do you think? I think his butler was. His butler was British. I have no idea. Of course, the, kids the didn't butler have a British. was British. Of course, the butler. Yeah. Of course. Of course, the butler. Even in Fresh Prince, the butler was British. Yeah. 
That was the best butlers were British in the nineties. Jeffrey was the best butler. Yeah. No, Al- Alfred Alfred's the best butler actually. Mm. Oh. Mm. I love it. That man's my favorite. Alfred so, yeah. shot Superman, so like. That's pretty. Yeah, I don't know how you how, how much better you can get from like if you can shoot Superman and you're the butler, pretty good. What about I'm gonna take it really far back. What about <coughs> Lurch from the Munsters? Ooh. Don't know who. Oh wait, is Lurch from the Munsters <laughs> or from the Adams Family? Oh shoot. Hmm. Question mark there. <laughs> Not quite sure, but one of them. I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure it's Adams, but comments. Okay, below. let's look it up. Let's yeah, look it up while we're on the next one. Adam for 500. Where is Adam's family for 500, Alex? Lurch. Oh, shoot. Mm. It's Adam. <laughs> that money is Adam's. It is. Yeah, Adam's you win the ball. <laughs> nice. What? Okay, anyway. Take your 500 nice. imaginary dollars. I'll split it with you, Casey. I'll split it with you. Hey. Oh. Wait, so I want to kind of take it back a little bit. You said that you were on Spider Man 3. Did you did you meet James Franco? <laughs> I still hung from a distance. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. He was, was in that. Few- yeah, Spider-Man, uh, the original, like the only true Spider-Man movie. I don't, I don't count any of the other Spider-Mans as Spider-Man. It's only you say Andrew Garfield, there. dude. I'm, I'm no. actually. <laughs> I honestly like all of the Spider-Man. Toby is always have a special place in my heart, but yeah. I thought they all did a pretty good job. Spider-Man is like Hamlet. Like, there's just all these different interpretations. <laughs> like, I just, I just don't like how, like, the Andrew Garfield one just became, like, kind of a, like, a jerk. Like, that was his shtick. Like, he wasn't, like, quirky. He was, he was just a rude boy. <laughs> like, um, but other than that, like, it was actually pretty, I remember watching it and liking it. Um, I feel like but, they actually showed Queens in that. But, like, the other Spider-Man, they didn't show Oh, the others, the uh, what's the newest one? Tom what's Holland. Yeah, that one was uh, filmed in Brooklyn. Girl, you were in a scene with Tom Holland. Like, how do you not know? No, I said it was filmed in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. because he was because she was staring at Jacob Butler, that's why. Mm. <laughs> he bumped into me. I can't help that they bump into me. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, Tessa was in Avengers Endgame. She had oh, really? a character. Her Character's name was Girl with Backpack. Girl with, oh my god. Girl with Backpack. Yep. Oh, nice. Shameless plug. I changed that on my IMDb. It says Girl with Backpack. Nice. Yay. You should. Uh, Girl with Backpack. I hate myself, but I mean, you gotta do it. You guys are like, so you guys are from like. like, what? Were you on the school bus during like that scene? Like no, I was like the very, very, very end. It's like when um, the post Tom, snap. Yeah, the post snap, yeah. and Tom Holland is back in high school. Oh, um, yeah, and, and like some hugging. kids are old, some are like regular. Yeah, gotcha. they're hugging. and then they're hugging. Yeah. And then in the distance, you can see this uh, this Filipino chick staring at Jacob Atalon. I'm not staring at him in the scene. Or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe he was staring at you. Could be. Could be like they were hugging and it's like, hey, Peter, do you see that girl with a backpack? Nice backpack. I don't know. That'd be a nice back. Oh, that'd be so dope. Nice backpack. It just yeah. occurred to me that you guys are, are both... Um, of veterans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, just from different universes. Yeah. Oh, that is true. And that Spider-Man. is wild. Actually, you're from Marvel, and then you're from the Sony Cinematic, but still Marvel. Yeah, because I acquired it. 
Wow. Yeah. So in that cinematic universe, our characters could have known each other, potentially. Who knows? <laughs> that could have been a big... Could have been a subplot. Plot taken. Um, so, Lava, are you working on anything now? Or, like, during quarantine, have you found any new projects? Um, super random, but I do, like, hand modeling, like, once in a while. So, I, like, booked a hand modeling gig a couple oh. weeks ago. Ooh, tell us yeah, about that. Cool. What is that like? That's so interesting. <laughs> do, you, do, do you have them with you? Do you have them? Yeah, can we see, can we see your okay. I keep them in a glass case. And, okay, <laughs> we, 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 yeah, we'll book them for the next show. Yeah. So. <laughs> Laval's hands. Just his hands, like, hands down. <laughs> Wait, so what is that? Like, yeah, how do you, how is that? How do you audition for that? How do you, what's, what's it like on the job? Like, that's interesting because it's so niche that I, right. I just want to hear about it. I, I kind of like just fell into it, but like you like submit and then they ask you for like pictures of your hands and it's like, show Did us you say it was your hands, the front of your hands. <laughs> no, never mind. That's a bad joke. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you send, like, pictures of your hands, and if they like it, they'll, like, say, all right, we want you to send pictures of your hands holding a glass or something, or, like, holding a cup, or, like, some, like, random stuff, and uh -huh. um, if you book it, then it's, like, um, all right, we want you to go get a manicure, and then we'll, like, pay for your receipt or whatever. What? Hey. I get all so, dolled up? <laughs> yeah, no polish, just straight plain nails, and then you go on setting your whole stuff, and you pour things and like random stuff and they like do video or still shots and yeah it's super random it reminds me of the episode of spongebob when he like got like some commercial or something and like his elbow was showing a robot around the part of his shoulder and it was <laughs> it's always funny like that but yeah this one was for southern comfort so it was like whiskey and like just pouring making drinks and stuff mm, okay. so you do audition for those things i guess I mean, you send your pictures in. I did do one for Virgin Mobile, and um, yeah, it was like a live audition, and you had to do like a puppet thing, like with your mouth. So I had like, I was like, all right, I gotta think outside the box. So I had like went to like a craft store, and I got like those googly eyes, and I had like put it on my hands, and I like did like the talking with the googly eyes, and I ended up like booking the role. So. Ooh, nice. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> So I feel like we've probably seen that commercial. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like a nationwide one, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think so. Virgin Mobile. Do people yeah. even have Virgin Mobile anymore? I don't even know. Is that a thing still? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that was a couple of years ago. Virgin Mobile. Virgin. I think they do. I see their airplanes. They have those airplanes. You know, they have the. So how do you? <clears throat> this is like a very broad question i guess it's for everyone but how do you cope like as an artist during this time like what do you see in our future like or, or like any like qualms about it i guess i have many qualms. Um. <laughs> but we can start with the positive go ahead Laval. <laughs> no i mean i'm definitely optimistic about the future i feel like a lot of stuff is probably going to be like self-tapes and like video auditions. So there's the whole like having to go to auditions and like the time between the commute and all that stuff will be knocked out. So that's, that's going to be a relief. But um, yeah, I mean, technology is definitely taking over and I feel good about it. Everything is on pause right now, but I'm sure like 
I already started seeing like in the trades and stuff that they start like doing filming like in other countries and mm. like it's getting done. So I'm pretty positive about it. I am kind of bummed that there aren't in-person auditions. Obviously, I understand like I wouldn't want to go in person right now, but I think I come off better when I go in person as opposed to on a self-tape or even like with voiceover stuff, just like self-record. I feel like the director, casting director knows my personality better. Mm -hmm. I can really make a better, I'm very good at like making a good first impression with people and I don't get to do that on self-tape. So it's just navigating a new way to get them to kind of remember me and to kind of get a little bit for them to think about me a little bit extra. Um, Because that's the thing is a lot of it. Yeah, it is how, how well you do on the audition, but a lot of it is like how much do they like you as a person? So yeah. I've gotten like, I've learned so much about like, oh, they know like in the first like five seconds of you walking in if like they even want to like see you even further or not. So I totally get that. Also like your body type, not that it should be about body, but like they can at least get an idea what you look like from head to toe. I hate, mm-hmm. uh, personally, I do, I'm not a fan of, like, send a, send a full body shot, like, Mm-mm. the self thing, because that's, like, depending on where you live, and, like, that setup is, like, so weird sometimes, and, like, they want you to do, like, um, close-up or, like, doing the slate, and then we want you to pull to a full body, and, like, how are you supposed to do all that, and you're by yourself doing the self tape and it gets a little funky. Yeah. Those are my least favorite. Yeah, I've been I've been doing like I've been on the other side like lately like this whole week we've been yeah. doing auditions for the mm. for our film, <clears throat> and like for me like what I found is that I'm just looking for people who I would want to work with rather than mm-hmm. the the actual character because I can always just change the character but if I if I want to invest in someone it would be someone who I want to work with mm-hmm. so you can right. you can really tell like from even if the audition's like 15 10 minutes. Like you can tell if someone is gonna vibe with you or not. So that's that's how I like what I found out. So now as an actor, I'm like thinking, oh, maybe I should work more on like how to be personable in the audition room, like how to be warm and smile, and then even whatever the character is. Like of, of course, you still work on that. But I thought that was you, very interesting. I've even like asking people to like speak a little bit about themselves, also to get like that personality who they are outside yeah. of the character. How's yeah. that been working out? Yeah, it's amazing because you hear a lot about people's side hustles. Mm. So it's so cool to like hear like people are like lawyers and they're teachers. One, we Mm. had this like one um, actor come in. He's like, imagine like a grandpa kind of Santa Claus dude. He's like Mm. super sweet, super cute. And then he's like, oh yeah, I'm a lawyer. So I bullshit for a living. So I can be, I I know how to act. (laughs) Like I know, like, and I was just like, that's so cute. Um, yeah, like just just to see like other. People, I get like, criminals like, off and back on the street. No, really <laughs> that's the way I think of a lawyer. Just like you can pay a crime, yeah. and if you're a good lawyer, it's like yeah, you know. And then you're thinking he's like, oh, he's such a sweet guy. Um, yeah, he could be vicious in court, and you don't know. Actually, he you could don't be, know. which would also make him a good actor, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it is true. That's, it's funny that you're like, oh, lawyering is his side hustle. Like, that's a full, like, over six figure salary right like, there. Lawyer side hustle. Yeah, so it's just been interesting to see, like, I mean, um, as the, to be on the other side, like, you, what you really are looking for. Like, when people email back, 
mm-hmm. and like reply like that makes a huge difference i don't know right <laughs> no i totally there. get that when yeah. i was um casting for some of my shorts i like it's interesting being on like that side of the camera and um like looking at self tapes and like going through all the feeds and it's like when you submit like for a when you like submit a breakdown and like the people who like immediately send your tape you have more energy to watch them as opposed to like later on down the list where you're just like I'm over it. Like, yeah, I'm not ready to I'm find tired my of this monologue already. Yeah. So things like that you kind of remember as an actor like I want to get my stuff in as soon as possible. Yeah. Like even going into the room I used to think like oh man I don't want to be like the first person of the day because they're going to forget about me but being on the mm-hmm. other side I realized that like I don't like my energy to see the last person of the day is not as good so mm-hmm. like it's best to just be one of the first ones. Yeah. Oh my goodness I sent um, a side with a super long monologue and this actor sent me a self tape within an hour and now hey. I can't I can't, it's like he like and like put a spell on me now I can't forget about him <laughs> the all the, I know right so now I'm like all these other actors that I'm seeing for this role I'm like is are they as good as the guy who sent me a self tape within like he's professional enough to send a self tape in an hour that's yeah. Yeah. and he me- and he memorized the, the book and everything he was wow Dang. oh that yeah that is good mm-hmm. so it really like when you're on the other side it really helps to see what you would you would be as an actor right yeah what are your guys's dream roles um california 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 role. <laughs> he got it <laughs> ha 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 oh and oh. <laughs> I would oh, like to be the love interest of Adam Driver's character. <laughs> I feel like that never works out for any of them, though. <laughs> Ooh. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. As long as I'm in the room. True. <laughs> KP, what? What is so funny, KP? of his roles, and it was like, it's actually true. Like, the love interest does not get... Either, 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 no, never mind. Yeah, no, it just doesn't work out anyway. Freaking. How about you, Um, I mean, I feel like every guy wants to be like a superhero, so that would be cool, but like something that's like an original character. Um, also, like, again, like, since I love like Forrest Gump, somebody that's like super awkward, like Forrest Gump or like Sling Blade, like one of those like socially just weird guys or something, is something I would like, like to do. That'd be dope. I want to be Angelica Schuyler from Hamilton so badly. You do resemble Eliza. I resemble Eliza, not Angelica. What was the oh, Phil, I've Phil, never seen Hamilton. Philippa, Phil, Phil, Philippa Sue is Eliza. Philippa Sue. I get compared oh, to her a lot. Okay. I love that character. It's a great character, but Angelica is just so much cooler. Is Philippa Sue Asian? She's half Chinese. That's what it is. I was like, yeah. when I look at her, I was like, she kind of looks Asian. But then I also think it's like, maybe she married an Asian. I have no idea. Because with the last name Sue, oh. which has like somewhat Caucasian features, but she also kind of has Asian features. So yeah, I never... she has a very interesting, like her features are very interesting on the way they are on her face. Like, I don't know. Because sometimes you can just tell like some people who are mixed, like <laughs> you can tell either they look more white or they look more the other mm-hmm. but hers are just kind of like w- like they're just very mixed in there so she, i she has a very very interesting face yeah like her asian features are not the dominant asian features that you'd like that you would think re- yeah that you would that think that you would yeah. regard yeah um so yeah that's why i always that's why i'd always question yeah angela you haven't seen it 
haven't seen Hamilton. I want oh, to watch it. I, I watched it on it... Disney Plus like a couple weeks ago when it came out. I know. Oh I know. my gosh, so good. I know it's on Disney Plus, but it's like I want to see it live. Live, first. I feel you. Yeah. With the original cast, I don't think that's going to happen again. Oh, yeah, that's true. But um, did I tell you guys I auditioned for Hamilton a while back for just like a general female audition, but. Obviously, I didn't get it, but it's okay. Were you were you in the room <laughs> as Lin Manuel? No, he wasn't there. It was oh. it wasn't for original cast. Uh, it was like, I got, oh my gosh, it was crazy. I got the email like the day of my college graduation, like last year, oh, and dang. then yeah, and then I was like, I'm so sorry, I haven't seen my screen all day. I've been graduating, <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, I okay, sure, that works, whatever. Um, so no, it was just a casting director and a pianist. But are you more like musical theater? Um, it depends. I love musical theater, but I really love I don't know. I think I, I like the process of film more because I like the whole behind the scenes and um like I really like editing. So I don't know. I think film is still where my heart is the strongest, but I like theater and musical theater for other reasons. Like whenever, whenever I'm in the mood for it, I'm like, yes, I'm really into it now. I don't know. It's a really weird description, but that's how I feel oh, about it. That makes it. sense. I feel like a lot of like A-list actors do like they do a bunch of movies and they're like, I need to get back in the theater and then they go yeah. do like a play run and then they come back to movies again. Yeah, I love plays, but it's, they're just such a like emotionally uh, strenuous process. So I find whenever I have to do a play that's like really, really has a lot of emotions or you have to give a lot to a role. Like I have, I have to be in a very good place emotionally just in my life in order to be able to give it to that role. As opposed to like film, you can just kind of like snap in, snap out. It's all good. My role? What's your dream role? Your temporary role. Okay. Oh yeah. My, my, okay. My, my serious answer. I think I would like to be, um, my dream role would be um, uh, probably voice acting in some kind of like, like, D like, DC animation or like shonen anime. Ooh, okay. Like the if DC I was the, animated movies are fire. Yeah, like just to be a, either a DC hero or even better a DC villain, like to just Ooh, like voice someone. Villains. Oh my gosh! Like oh, to be able fine. to be like like um like a like um a DC marvel villain um even in the the animation ones would be really great um but also like anime like if i was like in a shonen like if i was like one of the villains in like one punch man or like one of the one of the like the b or a class heroes or something in like dragon ball dragon ball super mm. or like like boruto or something like that that would be like for me that would probably be that would probably be my, my dream role would be voice acting um, to be able to do something in in that regard, um, I would really lean towards. I, I would actually say I would really lean towards villain, because a lot okay. of times villains are more, like they're they're um they're more well known in terms of like the voice acting community. Like my favorite voice actor, um, or voice acted villain is Mark Hamill when he did yeah, the Joker. Joker. Yeah. Oh my! Like, like whenever I think of the Joker, I can't think of anyone else but Mark Hamill. Um, almost the same way as like I, I think of Kevin Conroy as like the definitive Batman. Like of all the Batmans we've had, of all the cinematic Batmans and everything else, the definitive Batman will always be Kevin Conroy 
because I grew up with like the the whole like Batman animated series, the Arkham games, and it was oh, just yeah, such that, an great. it was such an incredible decision to just like oh the animated ones like let's just get the same animated voice actors and have them do the video game, and for me it's just like freaking dream come true. And now I can I cannot see them in any other uh, in any other role. I mean. I don't necessarily think it's a detriment to them as like, you know, like voice actors. They'll just be widely known. And if they're really good at their craft, they'll get other work. Like I know Mark Hamill. I'm pretty sure he gets other work in other franchises as well, too. I'm not sure. Maybe one or two, you know, voice, maybe one or two acting roles um, beside Adam Driver. Um, <laughs> if he's lucky, but like, I'm pretty sure he's doing well. But I mean, you know, like, yeah, I I've always been a fan of voice acting. I think um, ever since I, I really got into the idea of like professional um, dubbing um, with, with anime, yeah. So when when they, when when like the the entire like anime community started taking like American acting, American voice acting seriously, I think like my favorite voice acting in terms of like anime, um, I, I think it's most definitive to the point where I think like the voice acting is better than like the Japanese original would be Cowboy Bebop. Okay. Um, if you ever, if you've ever seen the an, uh, the anime, the the American voice acting for me is more definitive than the original Japanese, um, just because they did it so well. Um, but yeah, KP, that would be my role. So. Why don't you pursue um, voice acting? Because you have a nice voice. You have, you um, have a character. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm getting to the why point not? where like I can have the equipment. Um, uh, I would say I need a good first step. Like, I don't know what the first step would be because I've never gotten into well, any kind of acting. Oh, well, well, this episode is going to air like in November. So by then we'd be done. But all of us in this room are going to be in quarantine, actually. So okay. everyone okay. is going to be. So that would be a really great time for me because I do have the equipment, more or less. I need to upgrade a couple more things, but it's not that hard. Um, I more or less know what I'm doing in terms of like sound isolation. So I can get it to the point where it's studio quality if I need it. But yeah, I would I would like it, and uh, yeah, if everyone here is going to be in quarantine, actually, yeah, I that can definitely is your pick your acting, brain. That is your acting debut, quarantine. Yes. Actually, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, <laughs> you are, Uncle. Personally, oh yeah. <laughs> so Tito, KP, me Tito, yeah? oh, oh, KP oh, is Tito. going to play Tessa's uncle in the movie. Oh, the boy. Crazy. Yeah. And Laval, yeah. Laval is going to play a, a guy who has so much anxiety that he hoards toilet paper. Oh, you're the <laughs> toilet paper one. Okay. <laughs> has been like, I have the toilet paper scene. I have it. I have a toilet paper <laughs> yeah, too. Like, don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. We and got I KP play... and we got TP. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I am TP. Uh, I am Tito Paul because I Tito am Paul. an uncle now. I have two nephews. So I am TP now. You're an uncle? Like an I am an uncle. uncle? I'm an uncle. I have, I have two nephews. Um, oh, they were congratulations born, um, on that. Last September and last April Fools. Um, oh, that was six, nice. Oh, yeah. Six months apart. Six that months is wild. Apart. I'm playing um, the girl who steals toilet paper from Lebong. Like, I steal oh. toilet paper. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> boy has anxiety about it and you steal from him <laughs> i didn't know <laughs> that's I mean, right you know. defend your character mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and i'm the guy that pronounces it toilet favor <laughs> that's it you know who else is getting that money oh, <laughs> oh. who 
It's Adam Driver. Okay. We're gonna- <laughs> okay. Oh, so yeah. on that note, thank you okay. so much for listening to Quenta Quenta Podcast. Um, thank you so much, Laval, for joining us yeah. on this Thanks weird podcast. <laughs> this is yeah, awesome. a pleasure, man. So we, we, always, we always end our podcast with Adam Driver. That's why. It sounds like I'm obsessed oh, really? with him, but I'm not. I'm just normal. It's, it's for the bit. <laughs> Commit to the bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not that crazy. Okay. Not so, that crazy. Not that yeah. crazy. Driving me crazy. Just, just enough crazy. Driving me um, crazy. So, Laval, where can they find you? Like, what are your socials? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Laval the actor. Laval the actor. <laughs> yeah. Easy peasy. Look that up right now. Gotcha. L A B as in Victor. A L the actor. Cool. And you'll be seeing all of us in the upcoming film Quarantine Action. Whoop. Ooh. All right. All right. Thank you so much. And no problem. See you guys next time.